You are now tuned in to your weekly Bible training series filled with adventure, answers, and revelation. Not for entertainment, but for illumination of the Spirit. Take notes and ask questions with your host, The Remnant. As we begin wrapping up this week's series on the moments leading up to the birth of Christ, today I will be sharing a quick lesson entitled, Don't Ruin the Surprise. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. It reads this, This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Listen, it is important to have like minded people on your team, whether it's family, friends, spouse and even children. You need people around you who not only hear from God, but who also are obedient to what he commands. I want to give you three key points as we look into a little deeper revelation of Joseph's actions. Key one, the secret gift. The Bible records that the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, revealed to him what was happening, and Joseph agreed with the plan. When you have the right people around you, they will receive a revelation of what God is doing in your life and be on board. You should never have to defend, apologize, nor explain to folk the reason why God is blessing you. Did Joseph have his doubts? Of course he did. It says it right there in the passage. But he had absolutely no intentions of putting Mary on blast. He didn't go on Facebook and see how many other folk was going to agree with him. He didn't go get a side chick and try to get even. He wasn't plotting to make Mary feel some kind of way about what God blessed her with. The love he had for her was so real and authentic that he went against the way the law was set up that suggested he was supposed to tell it. He settled in his heart that he would just put her away privately. Now, the reason he was supposed to tell it was because during those times, if a woman had sex before marriage, and especially if she was engaged to someone else, she would be considered a disgrace, defiled and worthless. It would be a slim to no chance that she would ever be given in marriage. But the law stated she should live the rest of her life single. Joseph knew the way it was supposed to go, but had already decided he would put her away privately. Now, I need you to understand something. 
This was not just an act of loyalty on his part, but it also shows that even if he had went that route, he would have still been in alignment with not ruining the surprise that the Savior was about to come. Can you imagine what would have happened if he had spilled the beans? Yeah, sure. Some people would have sided with him, talked about Mary, convinced him to make foolish judgment calls, etc. They wouldn't have believed her either way, except King Herod. He would have not only believed it, but he would have ordered for Mary to be killed along with the gift God has given her for the world. That's why sometimes you have to keep what God is doing in your life under wraps until the appropriate time and only share it with those who are non-doubters, those who are not haters, those who are not bladder mouths that will only end up causing you to abort the plan God has for your life. Key two, appreciating the gift. Verse 24 states that after Joseph received the revelation as to what was truly going on, he took Mary home as his wife, which means he married her right away. He didn't think about it, ponder over it, and none of that. He knew he had to cover and protect her as well as the gift she was carrying. See, a lot of people overlook the fact that Joseph played a major role in the life of Jesus Christ as well. Prophecy had already stated that he would be of the line of David, that Jesus would, which Joseph was a part of. The ways of the Lord are so far above our worldly ground level thinking that it's unbelievable at times. See, Joseph understood this. Can you imagine being chosen to be a part of something this major? Not being able to tell anyone about it? Wondering what this precious gift that's all wrapped up inside of Mary looks like and how he operates, etc. Joseph was the type of person we all need in our corner when God is about to use us to do great things for him. People who will remain loyal, true, willing to protect you and who God himself can speak to in order for them to humbly see their part in your life. Lastly, key three. No peeking. Although Joseph married her, he did not consummate the marriage till after Jesus was born. Now, this is awesome. Can you imagine having something that belongs to you wrapped up and you can't have it for months? That's like a tree being put up in March with your gift just sitting there. Most of us wouldn't even last. We would be then lost our minds. We can't even last two days when it's Christmas time without wanting to sneak a peek, let alone nine months. But Joseph held out because he knew that he had no right to intertwine any of who he was with what God was bringing forth. He understood the gift was holy. It was pure and untainted by his own desires. How many people do you have in your life that are ride or die with you to that degree? How many are willing to wait until God is done doing what he's doing in your life per season before they want to give their input or they want you to give them something? Do you have any people who are willing to be alongside you every step of the way? So that you can give birth to what God has placed in you in its purest form. Are those in your circle 
humble enough to put their feelings, emotions, agendas, and desires on the back burner in order to do what God is calling you both to do for him? See, regardless to how you look at it, everyone in your life are there to help you push an agenda. And because this thing called life is so far beyond us, it's only two agendas. So either they're there to help you push God's agenda or Satan's. You know the gift God has placed in you and God will reveal it to those who need to see it. Not the ones who are fishing, trying to see what's in you, but those that the Lord has already revealed it to You'll know those folks because they will go out of their way to keep it concealed, protect it, and will carefully unwrap it at the appointed time. Until tomorrow for the final day of this series, keep quiet, be patient, and wait to see what God has for you.